Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Catherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. Have you ever seen a unicorn? Why wouldn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're they're real, aren't they? No, they don't exist. They don't exist. I know. And they're so pretty. (laughs) You've dashed all my my (laughs) dreams. But um, people still look for them. They still ask for them. And um, we like to use that term when it is something uh, that we see in a job description that is completely unattainable. Yes. And uh, people... They believe. They believe. High hopes. <laughs> they do. They believe in the myth that this person exists. And, you know, sometimes it's justifiable because maybe they had somebody who was doing mm, these mm-hmm. three disparate things before. And they're like, well, Good the point. person who left did, you know, mm-hmm. all of these things. Why? Why? You know, certainly we'll just hire someone else just like that. Well, often that person just kept adding on things to mm-hmm. their job and, and learn new stuff over you know, 10 years with you or something, there's not someone out there who has exactly that same mix of three different kinds of, you know, career paths all in one person. The other thing that can occur is you're in a position where your um, company is growing very quickly and you need to have a lot of things done. So you compile a (laughs) massive job description that probably two or three people should be doing, but you're really hoping, you only can afford to one person. So you're really hoping to find that one person who can do all these things. Yes, yes. So I think you can maybe help people save a lot of time and heartache Mm -hmm. (laughs) by giving some tips on what to do when maybe you do legitimately need some sort of unicorn type person Mm -hmm. or you have a unicorn collection of needs. (laughs) Right, right. So what can can you do about it? Well, back in the day, I think this was called like a jack of all trades. Yes. And um, (laughs) master of none. Master of none. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And but that's actually a great way to kind of describe it, because if you have a lot of little things that somebody can do, I think that's totally obtainable. Like I need someone to, you know, do everything from you know, open the mail to maybe do some social media and, you know, like, you know, some little things, you know, post some things. I'm not talking about social media, you know, not like owning all of it, but just something to do a bunch of busy work sort of stuff in a way that kind of frees up some of your time, I think is definitely obtainable. Um, but when you start piling on, I need somebody to, you know, do all of my marketing plus all of my sales plus, um, all of the customer service, you know, you're like, okay, wait a second. This is a lot that you're piling on one person. And is that wise too, to have that much responsibility on that one person that could, I guess in a heartbeat, just not show up one day. Right. And if someone is really good at one of, or even two of those things, you know, it's the master of none thing, right? Like they can't be fantastic at all of Mm -hmm. them. So Sometimes it's a matter of just prioritizing the mm-hmm. job description, saying, okay, all, all three of these areas need to be covered, but which ones really matter the most? Right. Because you're going to find the person who's an expert in that, and then they'll just sort of do their best on the rest. Right. And that's what we advise people at, at most. is like, what do you really, really, really need to get done, most importantly, first thing? And that's where we're going to start. Yeah. Or which of these things require like really specific experience and skills. So, mm-hmm. so one that we hear sometimes is like somebody, and I understand where 
they're coming from, but it's like I would like somebody to be to write and design and develop my website. And it's right. like, you know, most people who are good at development are not great at writing and designing. Right. Or maybe they do design and develop, but they probably don't also write fantastic copy. Right. Or they're a writer who does some design. They probably aren't doing web development. I mean, people may have a little bit of skills in those other areas, but they're probably not great at all three things. So that, you have to figure yeah. out, maybe really you need a web designer. And if they can you know, fill in some of the general copy, great. But then you hire a writer to, you know, write the all the content mm-hmm. because you, you don't have to rewrite it every day. You know, you just need to get it done once. But, you know, just being smart about like what what do I really need done? Like what's the project I'm trying to accomplish? Right. <laughs> and then, you know, some of those things require a high level level of expertise. So you can't just be like, oh, well, can you just like add that on too? Right. <laughs> and actually that's a great example because um, some of those skills you're not going to necessarily need forever. So to just collaborate with somebody to come in as a contractor to do some of that stuff. Like maybe you have a great designer on your team, have that designer design what the web page might look like, but then hand it off to somebody who's going to actually put it together. You're not going to need somebody to constantly be building you a website. So really figure out, you know, do I really need someone to take this from start to finish or do I really just need a marketing person or a designer? And one of the pieces that's going to have to get done is this website. That's a great point of like, what is a sort of, a finite project versus an ongoing mm-hmm. need that you you continuously need in your business. Right. Yeah. And some people feel like they have to really hire those roles and you don't. And there's, a, I would question a number of them too that are like in the marketing sort of space that can be just handled by a freelance talent um, or can be farmed out because it, you don't need it constantly. If mm-hmm. you like, you could do, for example, social media in a couple of ways. You can have somebody in-house that can write everything, but you need someone else to post it. You don't, do you always have to have somebody in-house posting it or can you have a service help you do that? Um, if it's no problem for the person who's writing it to post it to, you know what, that's part of their job too. But it's really worth asking those questions to see what skills do I need here 24-7, if you will. Yeah, yes. And, and like you said, maybe the skills that require less experience or expertise, maybe like the posting, the social Mm -hmm. media requires less of a real specialized expertise. So maybe that's the part you farm out or you look for someone else to assist and support this person. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's an assistant in the team that can help with that or something complicated. Yeah. But, but you really need the expertise in the person creating the post and writing it and everything. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's gotta be right. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, the idea of like, what is ongoing, like you, you probably always need somebody to be like doing and strategizing and be in charge of marketing. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, how often do you redo your whole website? Right. Like, you know, every five years you need somebody to redesign it, but you don't need to hire a web designer on your team. (laughs) Or or pay more for somebody who has that expertise when day to day, they're just going to be doing, you know, simpler tasks. You need them for six months every five years to do that. Right. So being sure what else they're going to do. And right. maybe they do that and, and other kinds of design work and they can do both. That's great. But yeah, just being really clear about what what you're going to have them do over a few years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, not just, you know, right now. <laughs> and then also the other thing I would also think about when you're um, putting up together job descriptions and things like that too, is like, you know, what do I need now and what do I need in the future? Because you... Um, 
you might need a that jack of all trades right now, but is it again what you need next year, three years from now, things like that, and putting a little more strategy behind um, whatever your job description too could be also be really helpful. Yeah, that's a great point if you think about like the growth of your company, especially like you said, if you're earlier, you're a smaller company, but you see growth, mm-hmm. maybe you do need somebody who could do lots of things right now, but in like three years, what? what will you need them to do? Mm-hmm. And like, where will that person evolve to? Right. Because that's really cool if maybe they're starting out as an assistant and they're helping, you know, everything in the office from like <laughs> opening the mail to posting some social media. But over time, you want them to keep going down the marketing path. Mm-hmm. Then you make sure you get somebody with that marketing interest and you can keep developing them into that role. Right. And those other maybe office duties will branch off to someone else. But if you hire somebody who isn't super into marketing, but that's the path you need them to be on, right. then you're going to hit a dead end. Right. They might be more technical and be like, no, I designing's not my strength, but yeah. you know, you didn't need that web design done. Yes. So I did do that. And yeah. that was kind of it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I also want to mention too, is if you are applying for a unicorn job. You might see a job description posted somewhere and you're like, oh my God, this is a, this is tough. I'm, I might be a really pretty horsey, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a unicorn. Um, it's still time, sometimes worth applying for it. I mean, I would hope that the people on the other side are not tossing out resumes because you are not checking all the boxes. But I think, again, we always like to rule of thumb is like about 80%. If you feel like you can do 80% of it, Going kind of with a plan. It's like, you know what? I am just a phenomenal marketing person, but I can't design a website, the back end of it. But I know somebody who can help me and we can get them to come in, you know, kind of really ex- solve their pain um, and hit all, what all their concerns are as, as you're, so you can come in as the solution to the, the job um, versus not by falling short. I, but, you know, you don't want to fall short, but really come in and say, you know, but here's how I'm going to do it. Yeah. And a lot of this, I think with these unicorn kind of jobs, a big, a big part of it, I mean, something we work with our clients on is just prioritizing what's most important. Mm -hmm. So if we can help our clients prioritize what's most important, that's, you know, obviously helps us find the right candidate. But it's the same if you're applying, trying to read through and understand what's the most important part of this or, or, you know, hopefully getting the opportunity to have that first conversation Mm -hmm. with them asking you have three like real different kinds of parts to this job. What is most important? What is the thing that's going to be like growing? Like if this job is 33% of each of these right now, will one become 66% at some point, you know, like really trying to pin them down. And, and the answer is they probably won't know. (laughs) That's right. Because that's what we find as we're starting to talk to clients. They actually don't know, but by having that conversation, you can help them figure it out. Right. Right. They, and so don't be surprised they won't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> so again, you can show your expertise by kind of talking through how you would handle the situation and to say, you know, I would hire somebody for this, this I'm really good at. And if the job continues as a web developer, then I'm your person. Or if this continues on as a web developer, I'm the marketing person. So I want it, I want to make sure that I'm the fit for the long term job here. Yes. I can help you solve this project need, but I want to be the fit for, like you said, like the long term, mm-hmm. what this role is, mm-hmm. is going to be. And when I'm talking about also too, for employers to kind of look forward as well, you know, think about, are you going to need, um, 
certain skill sets only now and then in the future you're not going to. Mm-hmm. You know, so you really have to think about that too because the all the software changes so quickly and the what you need to know changes so quickly. You know, find somebody who's a real jewel that you want to keep around and they can grow with you um, versus having to keep swapping out employees all the time. Yeah, looking for relevant skill sets. Mm-hmm. You know, if they have used other, you know, marketing platforms, but not the particular one you use. Well, if they've used a couple others, they can just, I'm sure they They're can learn similar. the one you can use, <laughs> right. you know, so not getting real hung up on things like that, that are, are learnable, mm-hmm. but really focusing on, um, maybe some of the, the soft skills, like right. do they have, Have they demonstrated that they can learn, Mm -hmm. you know, other softwares or do they have really great communication skills? And that's super important in this role, like looking for those other things, because like you said, the software they're using today, three or five years from now, they won't be using that anyway. So you need them to be able to get to the next thing that you don't even know what it is yet. Right. But they might know four marketing softwares. You know, I'm pretty yeah. sure that they're going to keep probably, learning more they software. They could probably <laughs> learn another one. <laughs> exactly. It's not, it's not going to be a problem for them by any stretch. Yes. So really looking at um, more the, it's more of a big picture view mm-hmm. of what you need and what you're going to need and then how you can just fill that immediate project, you know, or fill any of those gaps. And, and another thing that we often suggest to people is let's break this into a couple jobs. Mm-hmm. Like if you need a writer who can design, let's just find a great writer and a great designer. They both want to work part time. Right. It's still, you're still like the same total one person that right, you're looking right. for, but you get an expert on each side right. instead of, you know, well, I'm okay at writing, but I'm a really good designer or vice versa. Now you get a great person for each each need. That's one thing that's really awesome about um, the marketing advertising space is that that sort of um, structure is not unfamiliar. Yes. Um, you could easily talk somebody into that. Yeah. <laughs> people people freelance just working on a project. People work a couple of, you know, part-time at a couple places. You know, there's all kinds of different flexibility that, that people are open to and interested in. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would much rather see a client get uh, an expert on exactly the different areas they need by being a little bit more, you know, thoughtful about it rather than sort of a okay person for part of it because, you know, they're just trying to find this unicorn. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. We hope that you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at portfoliocreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.